0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select campus events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
2: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker.
2: But let's start here with the uh, baseball playoffs and just the way it was set up. You know, they added the extra wild card. We got that, the way it was set up. But it also gave um, teams that won the division, a buy, And you notice you play baseball for, what, 14 major league yeah. seasons. Yeah. And baseball is one of those sports that you play every day. It's not like football where you get one game a week and you play four months out of the year where you really have to play a game, not practice. You play baseball every week. And so far, three of the four teams that had the bye and won, and, and won the right to not have to play in the first round are all scuffling. <laughs> Uh, Baltimore got knocked out, got swept by Texas. Atlanta's down. I'm I'm expecting they're going to lose this game. They'll be down 2-1. The Dodgers could face elimination tonight in Phoenix, right? They're down 0-2, lost the first two games in L.A. And the only team that's uh, okay is Houston. They have a 2-1 lead uh, game four uh, in Minneapolis. Dave, just the idea of it sounds good. Hey, we get a week off. We get to uh, heal up the Knicks. We get to rest and whatever. Is this really a good idea to take a week off in baseball? Uh,
0: not at all. Not at all. You know, baseball is one of those sports, Rob, where when you, when you hear them talk about taking the week off, they're really only talking about resting the pitchers because the pitchers have gone through the whole season, 162 games and all the innings, and they feel like. As much rest as they can get the pitcher, give the pitchers the, bet, the better. But right. as a hitter, Rob, baseball is the one sport that it's a rhythm sport. It's a rhythm game. That's why and once we play you're in a, every day. And once you're, once in, you're that in that rhythm, rhythm you don't you want to come stay out, right? You in yeah. the rhythm. You don't want things to change. You want to stay in the rhythm. When you go home and you sit at home for five five days, yeah, you're you're practicing, you're taking BP. Each team has their routine, but you're hitting against coaches, Rob. You're not hitting any breaking balls, change ups. You're not hitting, and it makes a big difference. Like no, you're just hitting against the coaches. Now, all of a sudden, six days later, five days later, now I'm seeing 95, 97. You know, breaking balls. Sometimes it, it just takes a little bit of time to get readjusted, but you don't have that kind of time, and you're usually playing guys that have. Just got finished playing two now days they, ago. The, like, I looked at the Rangers the like that. Like, yeah. for
2: me, the Rangers, remember, they lost the division, Dave, on, on the last, last day of the yeah. season. So they had to go on the road. They go on the road, and they win both games uh, over Tampa Bay yeah. like it's nothing. Yeah. Then they go. They, they go five in a row. Right. Then then they so go to Baltimore hot. on the road, and they win those two, and then they come home and finish it up with one and, game in Texas. where are they now?
0: Now they're at, at home. At the house. Right. Now they're at and the house. And when is their next game? Sunday, I think it is. Is that the yeah? I think it's Sunday. So now they so got a they got a break. They play right. Tuesday, so we got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, they got four days to sit at home, and probably not what mm. they want, right? Absolutely not what you want. Absolutely not what you want. There's a, there's a reason why these other teams are playing very well, and the teams that sat came out kind of flat. I knew the Braves were going to be in trouble.
2: Did you? Because I, I I have I the Braves going, going to the World Series I, against well, look, the Rangers. I
0: had I had. A feeling that they would be in trouble if they don't get off quickly uh in game in game one against the Phillies because the Phillies came out of that previous series. You saw how their fans were. And the whole lineup oh, it was. Rob, crazy. Rob, the whole lineup was hitting. Right. When you got the whole line, hitting is is cyclical and, contagious. It's, and it's contagious. Right. And when everyone's hitting you relax as a hitter. You don't have to go outside the strike zone. You, have to, you know, I don't have to do your job and the guy behind me. I, because everybody's all, hitting, right. We're all hitting. So because of that relaxed feeling, we're all better hitters. We're more patient. We're only swinging at strikes. And that's what you see with the Phillies. And also, Rob, the Phillies knocked the Braves out last year. Yeah, they did. And so the they... Phillies and the Braves do not like each other. Right. And,
2: and they all. had to feel, if you're a Philly, you had to feel good and confident, even though the Braves had an unbelievable year you still have to say to yourself right like Rob, like we, matters, we, we can man, beat them the right? Rob
0: when we get to the playoffs I'm looking at your team and I'm looking at your two best starters or maybe your three guys and I'm looking at what is the success of our team against you guys during the regular season historically whatever if your pitching staff is a pitching staff that really doesn't give us trouble like back in 2000 when I was with the Yankees we played the Seattle Mariners it was that calmness that we had over us with the Yankees the Seattle Mariners won a lot of games, but their pitching staff was not dominant. Right? They they, they won what did they, they win like a 12, 12, 14? But, right? But their pitching staff was not dominant. There was no one you feared. They didn't have Randy Johnson. They didn't have like us a Roger Clemens, right. Or Pedro Martinez. Or they didn't have no guy that you the other team knew. Oh man, we got our work cut out for us tonight. Right.
2: And we'd Everybody, be lucky to get him if we it, get him. Right? Every,
0: all of us felt like. There's nobody in in their rotation that's really going to stop us.
2: Help me with this. Okay, so the layoff we already know. But when you see guys uh, like a Freddie Freeman and a Mookie Betts scuffling for the Dodgers, uh, one for 13, I mean, one for 13 between those two. And then obviously we know Kershaw got bombed uh, in game one, looking like a rag doll and that. But but when you're guys who've been hitting all year, the Dodgers have won over 100 games the last couple years – and this is the second time they could get knocked out in the divisional round. Why?
0: Two of the best hitters in the game in Mookie and Freddie Freeman. But, Rob, it goes to show you, first, how important they are to the team. If your stars aren't hitting, then you have to look for the next level of guys to, to pick you up. That's the, that's the sign of a great team. If you only sit back in the playoffs and expect your stars to do it, you're going to have a problem because most teams, Rob, when they go over the opponent, what are they saying? Oh, we're not going to let Freddie Freeman beat us if we can keep him from beating us. Right. We're not like going to let Mookie Betts beat us if we can keep them from beating us. We're going to make somebody else beat us. Right now, Freddie and, and Mookie are, are not swinging a bat well. They're not – Freddie had a great opportunity, I think, in game two. Bases loaded. Oh, man. Right? And, and and give the pitcher credit. He Drops didn't swing, a 3-2 hook on him. Man, he couldn't pull a trigger, right? Dave, tell, look, tell me, me in that me situation. You are, you, World you, are you looking World for something? Series. Listen, Go ahead. Listen okay. Rob. Okay. 1997 World Series, Al Leiter gets me 3-2. I'm with Cleveland. I sold out 100%. I said, there's no way he wants to walk me. No way. He's got to come okay. going. I sold out 100%. Rob, I'm about to go up in the, in the, in the rafters. He threw me a cutter, 3-2. Oh. Rob, I, I felt like Freddie Freeman. When the ball was halfway, I wanted to call time.
2: I, could, I, I, you, I couldn't do it. I, But you I, couldn't pull the trigger, I, right? I did you exactly
0: just... what Freddie did. I dropped my helmet. I knew it was a strike. Right. Freddie was looking to jump on something, looking for a fastball, thinking he's going to get it, and he dropped a hook, and Freddie just wasn't. How, he was how
2: many of your are at you bats? Just like a percentage. Or mm-hmm. guess hitting? Because anybody who's ever... Like, got up in the, against the guys who throwing on 100 miles an hour. Seriously, you don't. You have a millisecond to, to pull the trigger on this. How much is really, like, like it's, thinking it's, about it's, it and guessing and going, it's, it's I'm going to get a fastball here? It's
0: not necessarily guessing the pitch, Rob. It's putting yourself in position to be able to hit everything by the way I look for a pitch. If I look for a pitch out over the plate, Rob... Okay. And it comes out and there. And it comes out over the plate. If it's a fastball, I'm ready. If it's a breaking ball, I'm ready too because a ball out of the plate, okay. I got to let it travel anyway. The only pitch that's going to give me an issue when I'm looking out over the plate is a fastball inside corner. But but
2: you see this often in baseball. A guy's up to bat and he's just frozen. The guy throws a strike right down the middle, yeah. a fastball, and yeah. you go, "How come he didn't swing?" And it's because he's he looking, looking, for looking for something, something
0: right? Else. But what I never understand with players, I see is, that all the time. Why would you take a fastball down the middle, looking for a curveball I don't understand that or either. A split finger. I used to tell guys all the time: a great curveball, you're not hitting it anyway because right. it's going to be down on the right. corners or out of the strike zone. Uh, a great split finger is not even meant to be a strike. It's supposed to look like a strike and, and then, then drop out. The right? No, you get to the big leagues and you stay in the big leagues hitting
2: fastballs. Stay on the fastball. Ain't nobody going to be mad at you if you if you can't hit a splitter or you can't hit Mariano's uh, cutter, right? Big, Am I right? Rob, Rob, Rob,
0: this is what we, we say in the minor leagues. You don't get to the big leagues hitting split fingers and curveballs. You get to the big leagues hitting that fastball. And you're going to get enough fastballs to play a long time in the big leagues if you if you focus on
2: the fastball. And not be so caught but up on the other hitters ones. Hitters
0: get caught up in the whole repertoire of what a pitcher has. Oh, split finger, change up, slider, fastball. They try to hit everything, Rob. And you can't hit everything. That's part of the game plan, is I'm going to focus either on a certain area or a certain pitch until I got two strikes. Right. Once I got two strikes, now i got to be ready for everything. But up until two strikes, I- I- I'm in control, is what I'm always thinking.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
4: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: Arizona up two, they bullied the, the, the Dodgers, blew out Kershaw in game one at Dodger and beat them 4-2 to two in game two. Dodgers are on the brink of elimination and this will be the second year, Dave, if they lose, that they won over 100 games and then got bounced in the division round, which people expect the Dodgers to have a better showing than that. And Dave Roberts has had a lot of success. I'm not even going to sit here and act like he hasn't because this team keeps winning the division in the NL West. But Dave, back-to-back division bounces early that early for a team that's won 100 games. At some point, do you blame the manager or is this all on the player? Not on this one. Uh, Dave Roberts has done a great job
0: as the manager of the the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, The job of a manager is to create an environment. One of the jobs is to create an environment in which guys enjoy coming to the yard and being successful. That's, that's one of the job descriptions. And then did within Bobby the Cox game, Cox do that good? Absolutely. He, that's what he absolutely. did. Absolutely. Okay. Joe Torrey, same way. They create an environment that makes you want to come and play hard and perform. And Dave Roberts to me has done that. And, and then They have to make decisions, right, game by game throughout. And and he has done this. And they've been a great team. But the postseason is totally different, Rob. The manager cannot go out and pitch for you. He can't hit for you. All he can do is support you and, and create that environment. You still need your players to play. You need your stars to show up. And right now, the stars of the Dodgers, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, at the top of the lineup. The guys that get the offense hitting. rolling, they aren't hitting. Conversely, when you look at the top of the lineup with Arizona, uh, they are hitting. What uh, was it, Corbin? Uh, Corbin, uh, Collin, I can't remember his last name right now. And, and and then the, the guy, who, oh, the Cattell, uh his first name, but the, but the but the, both of those guys, both right? Both those guys are are playing great, and, and and they're catalysting, and they get the offense going, and. That that's where we are right now. But I I, I
2: agree with that, but at some point th- there's going to be like you got to make changes. Like if you're a Dodger fan and they get swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks, you want to tell me that people aren't going to be pissed? They don't want to they get they get it. There's, there's pitching in. You know they lost uh, Ureus right with yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, with the North alleged East, uh, yeah. uh, assault right? Yep. We got that. Uh, they they didn't bring Trevor Bauer back. They they needed pitching, but but he was all that. Walter Walker Bueller with the Tommy John. So you you're missing people. But it's not the same as Aaron Boone with the Yankees.
0: See, the Yankees didn't get there. You see, they don't seem like it's an environment that's conducive of success. When you look at the Yankees, I'm just trying to compare. Right, I you know, know what I'm because he's they have him on the chopping blocks, right? Aaron Boone. They say so, and,
2: but I think he's coming back for his last year. His okay, well, one then, year left on his say, contract. But the fact yeah. is, is
0: I could personally see the Yankees making a move more so than the, Madrid, than the Dodgers because Dave Roberts is a guy who the players love playing for. Uh, they've been successful.
2: They won he's a championship got in 2020. They got a championship. I
0: get it. They've gotten to to the to the playoffs, but once you get to the playoffs and once you get into the fire, all he can do is make the lineup, encourage you, and and put
2: you out there. But D- but Dave and I, and I say this talk with, to me. Are they the new Atlanta Braves now? Now you're as great as your team was. Now you now you. say this. I got you. you. The Atlanta Braves had three Hall of Fame pitchers on yes. the same staff. I yeah. don't know that that's ever happened. Okay, yeah. and they were there for ten years. Yeah, and you guys only won one. Yeah. And so, rob, so at that run with the Braves, people don't don't
0: rob it. Tell, it right? shows, Rob, It one, it shows you how hard it is to win a championship, and and it also should should make you want to give even more props to the teams that can go back to back, like the Toronto Blue Jays right. or the Yankees winning four out of five, like. It's, That's, it's difficult to do every year because once the playoffs start, you got to be playing, you've you got to be hitting on all cylinders, your pitching's got to be there, the timely hitting, the defense, and you have to be able to do it. And it's always the team that plays the most complete game over that three-week period that wins the World Series.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
4: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: We talked earlier with Randy Mueller about what's going on in Denver with the Broncos. Mm And uh, Mark Slareth, who uh, played for the Broncos, is a media personality in Denver as a radio show. We worked together on First Take and uh, also are Undisputed. I know Mark and whatnot. But he's uh, taking a look at what's going on in Denver, and he's saying it's the players' fault, not Sean Payton the coach.
3: So this is interesting to me. Let's hear what he had to say. Jerry Judy, you you can have like you know I'm not trying to besmirch Jerry Judy. I don't even know Jerry Judy, but you're a first round guy who was who was touted as the most talented receiver in the most talented receiver draft class in the history of the National Football League, and you haven't been worth a score. To you really haven't. You've been a bust. Can't stay healthy. Don't make plays. Disappear. Drop the ball. And Cortlandson, I like at this point, Mike. If you're the Broncos, like, hey, man, it it was Vance Joseph's fault. No, wait, it was Vic Fangio's fault. Wait, no, it was Vic Fangio's coordinator, Wrinkles. It was his fault. No, 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 no. it was Pat Shermer's fault. No, it was the whole nine yards fault. It was, oh, no, it's, it's we'll get Nate. Ha- no, it's Nathaniel Hackett's fault. No, it's all his assistant coach's fault, right? Now it's Sean Payton's fault. At some point, some point. Don't you have to hold the players accountable? And don't you have to start moving off the players you have on your roster?
2: See, here's here's my issue. And and I, and I get it, Dave. You're a former player. You played in the big leagues for 14 years. And there's times when players don't come through and there's nothing that a manager or coach can do. But you can't let the coach totally off the hook because if Sean Payton goes there, Dave, and they're – what's their record now, Rob G? Is it one and four? Okay, so if Sean Payton goes there now after they got rid of Nathaniel Hackett and he was bad and they were 4-1, w- the conversation wouldn't be about the players. It would be about what? Look at what Sean Payton did. He took the team and they turned it around. He, what a great coach he is. And they would give him credit. So you can't have it both ways. You can't uh, – if, if, the, if they win, you're going to give the coach credit. And if they lose, it's the players. And here's my other problem. Sean Payton is supposed to be a guy to turn this around. And now you're telling me that last year, that defense, the last two years, Rob G., that defense was top 10, correct? They were top 10, Dave. Yeah. They gave up 70 points in an NFL game to Miami this year. So don't tell me that the players all stink because they were a top 10 defense the last two years. If they were have average 18 points last year, they might have won 10, 11 games. They couldn't score last year. and Russell Wilson had a bad year at quarterback. So my point is, the, the coach has to get some blame, too, if you're going to celebrate him when he wins. I,
0: I And I am, am in total agreement with you, Rob. Football's the one sport... Uh, more so than baseball, more so than basketball where the coaching is is just imperative It's gotta, imperative it's, you have to because if football is a game uh, of just one play at a time, all right I could have the most talented players on my roster but if I have a bad defensive scheme or if I don't utilize my offensive players and make better use of their talents, that all falls on me as a coach. Schlereth brought up a Judy guy came out of Alabama, great great talent. Now he's in your system, Rob. And I hear Schlereth say he's dropping balls, can't stay healthy, this, that, and the other. And the first thing I thought of was, was well, who's the wide receiver coach? Right? How are the, how are they coaching him up? How are they making him better? Because when once it's just like a draft in any sport, Rob. Once I get that talent, it's my job. To, to improve that talent, to get the best out of that talent. But right, he's not a finished product. No, you're not a finished product. So my first question to Schlereth would be, well, who who's the wide receiver coach? And that's the first place I'm going to look sure. at because all players want to be great. Because he's working close Cody, with him. Right. Judy wants to be a great player, right. but he's the guy working with him. Football is the one sport. Uh, I was talking. It's so funny, Rob, because I was talking to one of my good buddies yesterday who was a big-time Broncos fan, and this actually came up. And he said, "There's not much difference between our personnel defensively this year than last year. Right. What's difference is what's what's different is the defensive scheme. Not what they're running. They have a new defensive coordinator this year, correct? Right. Right. I believe they have a new defensive coordinator this year.
2: It's Vance Joseph. Yeah, he's new guy. Right. Okay. So, So a new
0: guy has come in using them differently than they've been implementing his his way, and not and his way is not working with the personnel." That they have,
2: and I'm gonna say this. I remember, and here's a perfect example on what I consider good coaches. When Pat Riley was the coach of the Lakers, Showtime, Magic running up and down, boom, you know, dunking, uh, layups, all crazy, right? Showtime. When he got to the Knicks, remember that he didn't have those players. He adjusted yes. how he coached. Yes. he didn't say, I, "I'm just yes. a Showtime coach." No. You had Patrick Ewing and those guys. You didn't have any Showtime players to run the ball and imagine a six-nine point guard and all that. So what did he do? He adjusted to be more physical like the Detroit Pistons, right? That kind of toughness, that's coaching.
0: Absolutely. A, a great coach looks at his personnel and his talent and says, how can I put these individuals in the best possible position for them to – individually perform well and therefore collectively we will be a better defense or offense. I was bringing up this point, Rob, that if you give me a quarterback who doesn't really throw the long ball very well, but he throws a short ball very well, well then I'm going to go draft some, some small, fast guys, Tyreek Hill, Edelman's, and we're going to short game you to death. To death, until you could buy Until our quarterback improves on his long game, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to coach my personnel. I'm not going to force
2: coaches. him to throw the ball downfield when
0: he can't That's do not it his consistently. Skill set. Right. So, so it falls on the coaches, absolutely. And then I'm a big believer of. There's got to be someone in that clubhouse that can rally the troops. There's got to be someone in that club in in in, in, the, in the the locker room that has leadership ability that can that can bring guys together and make them understand. That we win and lose collectively. We're a family. We don't need to be biting at each other's ankles over here. Right. We don't need to be talking junk about no coaches. Okay? We need but, but, but the conversation needs to be had, Rob, whereby uh, the physical coordinator, you have now gotta look at your scheme and say, I gotta make adjustments because this is not working. And again, I not much personnel has changed from last year, Rob.
2: And Same that, guys. that that that, that speaks guys. volumes. And and I'm just I'm against giving people credit only one way cuz I cuz you know that with all the hubbub about Sean Payton and you know you had to give up picks and you had to pay him this all this money you expect him to make some changes and get some results. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but ain't no way did you think they would add Sean Payton and be worse than they were with Nathaniel no Hackett. No way. No, Sean, am I right? No absolutely. way.
0: Sean Payton has coached for many years. He's coached some really good teams too, Rob. So I, you know he knows the game. So Sean Payton comes in. I got to believe he's coming in with the mindset of what he knows and what has been successful for him, but what has been successful for him, offensively may not match the personnel of what he has right now. Now, Russell, Russell Wilson, I, I believe, is on the decline. I hate to say that because I hate to say that because I'm you know I'm always pro athlete. No, of but there, course. But there but comes a time in which. But you got to face it. Am I right?
2: We, there, we there all comes do. A time Every, everybody, in which you're
0: on the decline. But one thing Russell Wilson still has is he still has that brain. He's still smart. So, Russell, how can you and Sean Payton get on the same page and figure out how we can move this ball, kick this ball down the road, right, and, and and improve because they don't look like they're improving. They don't look like they're really improving. How are you going to practice every single day an intelligent quarterback, an intelligent head coach, when you're not, going backwards. And, and yeah, how are we not improving? Like, I, 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 that's the question. If I, if I could hang out with both of them, I would say, fellas, how are we not improving?
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. if you dare.